Matt. So, we are live here. Every day we're live. Yo, we're live. Behave, live and live. Behave, bro. Yeah, it. this is another episode of Totally Uncensored. And I got my boy with me today, Rene Garcia. Yo, what up? <laughs> me and Rene, we're going to have fun because me and Rene go way back. And I wanted to talk to Rene because if you're a comedian out there, well, not even a comic, if you're a comic, an actor, whatever your dream is, and you have to go to LA to get that dream, a lot of people are afraid to do it. A lot of people do it. They struggle. They don't make it. And then there's people yeah. that do it, struggle, and then make it. And I'm happy like heck. And Rene Garcia is one of those. I remember when I met Rene Garcia, he was afraid to make that big move. Weren't you, Rene? I was, man. I was scared. I was nervous. He was scared. He was crying. Oh, Mike, I can't go that way, Mike. I can't go that way. I yeah. said, no, that's where you need to be, Rene. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. Trust me. So when I said, okay, we're going to go, we're going to go, and I'm going to jump right into this, Rene. Okay. So anyway, make a long story short, you know, Rene didn't want to go to California. Right? You don't meant that, right? You right. don't want to go to LA, right? Self-sabotage. Self-sabotage. Rene, self-sabotage. That's right. When, when, when people are scared to do what they know they want to do, but they're just scared to do it, they do things, and it's called self-sabotage. Right. Self-sabotage. So let's talk about the first thing you did. But one of the things you did that was self-sabotage. <laughs> let's talk about okay, let's talk about your first DUI ah, in, in Houston, Texas. That was <laughs> that, <laughs> it's funny, right? Because because you were there. You, I you was, were, listen, I was in the passenger seat trying to hype you up, bro, motivate you. Next week, we're going to LA, bro. We're gonna jump in that U-Haul truck. We're going to LA. And what is Rene Garcia driving down Westheimer Boulevard or Westheimer Road? Gets pulled over. Hey, you even remember the road we were on. You remember the street? Damn. I'll never forget because I remember when we got, <laughs> I remember when we got pulled over, right? The first yeah, thing man. I told you was, Rene, say very little. Just give him your driver's license, registration, sip it up. But you wouldn't do that. Tell yeah. them the story, Rene. Yeah. And you I remember think- it because you were drunk. Go ahead. I did, I did the exact opposite. I told him the most. <laughs> and I opened my mouth as wide as I could. <laughs> oh, man. I started telling these cops about my religion. And I ate meat. And it was Good Friday. And I felt terrible. And I'm a sinner. Oh, God, man. I, 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 I did the complete opposite of what you told me to do. Exactly. <laughs> I remember sitting in the passenger seat this Christmas. I said, this stupid motherfucker. Man. I know, man. I told I him to be quiet, but obviously he's self-sabotaging himself. And I got to listen to this shit. And this is how it went down. You're right. But this is how yeah, it went yeah, down. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. The cop says to you, uh, sir, let me see your license, right? You give him your license, right? <laughs> yeah. Then he says, have you had anything to eat tonight? You go, as a matter of fact, officer, I did, yes. I had a piece of steak. <laughs> I had a piece of steak, and I feel so guilty because I'm a Catholic, and I know it's a sin to be eating steak on a Friday. I feel horrible, officer. The officer oh, goes, man. the officer that goes, step out of the car. Yeah, that's when I knew it was over, bro. When he said step out of the car, I said this fucking idiot going into this rant yeah, about man. being a Catholic. I knew yeah. you were going, bro, but they made you do the yeah, <laughs> little walkie walkie. 
they made, me, they made me do the whole shebang, dude. Oh, man, it's funny. I mean, walk the line and uh, do a backflip, juggle three oranges. I mean, you name it, yeah. they had me doing it. And you know, the sad thing was, Mike, is that I can tell you that I was when when I when they handcuffed me and they put me in the backseat of the car, there was part of me that still thought I'm going to get off because I was thinking, you know, OK, well, um, you know, I don't know how I did. I mean, I'm, I can't really see myself. I was, I was, I was watching you that horrible. Oh, I uh, <laughs> did I do that bad? Bro, uh, you walked by the windshield in Florida. I was looking at you. Bro, you had this face with the handcuffs, and this was you. You were like, <laughs> I don't I even felt like I wanted to hold you like my child, bro. It was sad, bro. But yeah, you were horrible. But, but you know what's funny is that I'm sitting in the back seat, and they both get in, and they're watching my video. They're playing it back in, in with the camera inside the the the, the patrol car. And I'm back there. I'm watching it just as much as they're watching it. So I'm like in the middle b- behind them, right? And I'm looking at it. And out of out of nowhere, I go, hey. I go, I did pretty good, didn't I? I go, look at that. I go, I, I did pretty good. And they both turned. It was like a scene out of a movie. They both turned around and said, shut up, sit back, and don't say a word. And one guy just goes, are you kidding? You, you did horrible. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, ah. It wasn't until then, and then we, we started to drive away that I I was like, okay, yeah. 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 And you know, it's funny because that night I think I was in the, yeah, it was, I don't know if Ambrose was with us, but I remember the cop said to me, because I was buzzing too. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't driving. He said, so you're not, you're not, you're not sober enough to drive the car, so you get out. We're going to call you a taxi. So just so you know, bro, they had to call me a cab. You didn't make it to where we stayed. <laughs> I think w- I was staying at the W Hotel. What's that one on West Highland? W Hotel? Uh, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? It might have been the W. It might have been. Oh, no. The Derek. The Derek. The, the, hotel, the hotel Derek. Bro, you, you, you missed by 10 blocks, bro. You almost had me there. Uh, I would have brought you to my room and sobered you up. Yeah, brother. By the way, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember that we um, we happened to be out that night and, and who um, we saw at one of the clubs that night was uh, Rocky Juarez. Do you remember that? A boxer. A boxer guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he had just had a fight. And um, we saw him at the club like it was like an oh. after party or something. And we had a, uh, a couple of... I think we had a couple of uh, tequila shots yeah. with him as a celebration yeah. for him as in his win. But yeah. I remember that night and I was like, God dog it. I go, why didn't I just let, why didn't I just let Ambrose drive? Because he was asking me to drive. Because you said it in the opening. It was so sabotage. Yeah. West yeah. Hollywood Boulevard, right? A road is yeah. 45 miles an hour. You were driving like 65 miles an hour on West Hollywood. Oh, that's not that bad. At, well, at almost like- <laughs> I could have been going 85, Mike. Oh, but- <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And you were going 65, bro. And if I remember, it was like 1, 1 30 in the morning, bro. You, you can't do that. But so sabotage, you pretty much said, come and catch me. Come and get me. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. what happened? By doing that, you were guaranteed one year in Houston. Because now with a DUI, you can't leave Houston. Yeah. So now you know I got a year before, you know, facing the next reality or the next time I have to think about going to L.A. Yeah, you were very smart by doing that. No, 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 not at all. Bought yourself a year because you also not only bought yourself a year, but tell them now when you get a DUI in Houston, how do you drive? What do they got on the steering wheel to make sure you don't? Oh man, they they made me put this this uh this this uh mechanism on my car that was attached. (laughs) 
yeah, it was, it was it was attached to my uh, they attached it to the to the engine uh-huh. that's attached to the steering wheel, and you have to blow on it to start your car, and you they it has to register to make sure that you haven't been drinking. Otherwise, your car won't start. I mean, so there I, again, you have to you have to blow. You have to you, blow on it, right? Mike, you basically have to give your car a blowjob to get it to start. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if your car's not satisfied, it ain't turning on, brother. <laughs> That's right. I can't be, I, and I can't begin to tell people how embarrassing that is when you have every single time you get in your car, whether whether it's in your driveway, whether you're in a parking lot of a Walmart. A target, I, I, your 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 baby mama's house. It doesn't matter. Your grandmother's house. You have to blow on this thing and and completely humiliate yourself uh, in order for this thing to start. It's it's the most ridiculous thing ever. But uh, nevertheless, that I, I had to do that, and it was the worst ever. Right. Yeah. And I remember being in the car with you, and I would look over, and you'd be like, "Hey, it was oh. embarrassing to watch a man." <laughs> Dude, you want to hear something crazy? I, I didn't know this at the time because I had completely uh, forgotten and I, and obviously I was drunk, but I had driven up to uh, Dallas, Texas to do a, um, uh, I was featuring for, I don't even remember who it was, but Dustin Ibarra had told me, he goes, yeah, man. He goes, remember you had that thing on your car where you had to blow on it to start it? And I go, how did you know that? He goes, man, because one night you were so drunk, you asked me to blow on it because I didn't drink at the time. And I said, I did. He goes, yeah. So I blew on it. He goes, and we were laughing and laughing. He goes, but it started and, and you were able to go home after that. I was like, oh, oh my man. God. I go, I don't even remember that. Just any more told me that. He goes, yeah, man. He goes, I remember that. That was the first time I'd met you. And I was like, oh That's my crazy, God. Man. And you know what I forgot? I mean, that was the time where you spent the year, but right before yeah. that, remember you got two DUIs in, uh, in Houston. Yeah. The first time, I don't know if you remember, we were driving, I don't know where it is, man, down from Main Street to one of the clubs. You decide you're going to park your car at one in the morning at an angle. You park the car at an angle, you opened your door, left me and Ambrose in the car. Yeah, yeah. You decided to walk and sit sit on the curb like this. You sat on the curb like, you know, like, uh, you know, bad boys, you know, where the white guy sits by the curb waiting for the cops. That's what you were doing. You were like, come and get me, police. Come and get me, police. And it didn't work. You remember that? Uh, I don't remember that, man. I'm sorry, dude. It was right there. You know, so the the the, the answer really should have been stop hanging out with you and Ambrose. <laughs> you, you, guys are, you, you guys are bad luck, man, bro. <laughs> bro, we were just trying to save you. You were trying to save you. In LA I know, there. I know. But, you were but, just a young, scared little chap afraid to go to L.A. I was, I was, and yeah. uh, but but I, I I made it. I did everything that I had to do, and I made it. And that that the end of that year, I packed all my stuff, picked you up in San Antonio, and right. we headed for the West Coast, baby. Right. So how did that happen? Where, where where was the turning point where you said, you know what, screw this, I'm going to L.A. What was like? What was the turning point? What happened? Um, I think I think I I sat there and thought a lot about everything that had happened up until then and, and everything like, you know, the DUIs and stuff like that. Uh, and I, and I think I realized mentally that, that, you know, this, this is not, this is not what I intended to do. And I, I this is not, this wasn't my intention of staying here and getting DUIs and getting my job back and, and not going anywhere. Uh, I'm, I, 
I realized that I, I made a commitment not, not not only to myself, but you know, to uh like guys like yourself and guys like my parents that I had already told like what my intentions were, uh and 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 what I wanted to do. And I said, you know what, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm still gonna do it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and be afraid. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna grab my I'm going to grab my cojones, Mike, and then I'm going to, I'm going to do it. So that's why I ended up not telling anybody that I was leaving. I just told my, my, my parents, my girlfriend at the time. And, uh, and obviously my son, I, I had told over and over and over again for like over a year and a half. Um, and I, I left, I packed all my stuff and I left and I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to, I don't want to look back when it's all said and done. And I don't want to be sitting uh, you know, on my front porch when I'm old and gray, looking back, going shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know, or or what if? I wanted to look back and go, I tried, I yeah. did it, or I gave it a shot. I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to to, to do it on my terms. I wanted to, I want to succeed or fail on my terms, and that was back in 2000, 2006 And I'm, I'm still here, brother. I'm still, years later, I'm, right? I'm still kicking, man. That's good, man. <laughs> You're a recovering alcoholic now. It's been seven, 14 that's, years. That's true. <laughs> Look at these bags on the Myers. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, let me ask you. So, so did I call you or did you call me as far as meeting in San Antonio and then driving to, out to L.A. in that U-Haul truck? Uh, I, I think you called me. You were like, hey, man. So uh, like you were asking me like what, what my plans were, like, you know, how, how are you going to do this? And I was like, oh, OK. I go, well, this is what I'm going to do. I, I, I had already gotten the U-Haul. Uh, I w I just needed to pick up the, um, the, the pulley to pull my, cause I was going to pull my car and you go, oh, okay, well, listen, uh, we figured out, you know, the time I was going to leave. And then, uh, you said, well, well, when you pass through San, you're going to pass through San Antonio. Right. And I said, yeah, well, you go, well, why don't you just pick me up? I'll ride with you from San Antonio all the rest of the way. And which is basically what I did. I picked you up in San Antonio and then I think we stayed one night in uh, it was it in Phoenix because we did a guest spot at a comedy club there. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. We drove. I think we drove. Uh, well, you picked me up in San Antonio in the U-Haul right. truck, right? And you know that's a. I think we were going forty-five miles an hour because the back of the U-Haul truck. Right? It was there. <laughs> yeah, man. It, remember with shake? Yeah. And I, I think I called the eight hundred number U-Haul. I said, "What's the fastest <laughs> that you can drive in this damn thing without it tilting over?" She goes, "No more than sixty-five, right?" Thank you. And uh, I just got there. I think it was hit 75. I, I couldn't go 45. We would never yeah, get there. But yeah, we stuck in El Paso or Phoenix. I don't remember. Well, we did a guest spot. Yeah, I think we we might have stopped in El Paso, but I know we stopped in Phoenix. That was I for think sure. We stopped in El Paso and stayed at the Red Roof Inn or something for the night. And we had to park the U-Haul truck from a yeah, room and see so. it so no one would break into the U-Haul Yeah, that's truck. right. That is correct. I remember that. Now I remember that. Yes. And we went to Phoenix. And then I, I guess, like, what was it, 24 hours later, we made it into finally uh, – Ontario, where you're, you're, you're yeah, right? um, yeah, we um, we we made it all the way to uh, oh my my uncle's house, which was in um, uh, South Pasadena. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. So, so now, so now, finally, we get Renee Garcia out of Houston. We finally get you to California. Now, what <laughs> was that like as far as getting used to like meeting comedians, getting into the club scene? How did all that come about? Because I don't know when we first met, I introduced you to as many comic friends as I knew. Right. But, but after that, you were on your own. So how, how did you get acclimated with everything? Um, you, you know, I, I you have you basically start all over. I mean, you're you're basically starting all over. That that's that's what it is, you know. Uh and that's I think that's the most 
uh, a scariest thing that you have to understand, you have to real and come to the realization that you're starting at the bottom all over again. They these comics out here, they don't care what you've done in Texas, they don't care what you've done in Chicago, they don't care what you've done in Florida or wherever you're from. All they know is they don't know who you are and you're brand new out here and you're just trying to uh, fight for stage time just as much as they are. Um, so I think the one good thing is that I, uh, because I knew some of the comedians um, uh, from, from the comedians that you had introduced me to, they, they, they helped me out a little bit, but I mean, they can only get me the stage time that they can. Now it's up to me to go up there and prove myself. So, I mean, you have to go up there and you have to like, literally you have to, you have to crush that stage every single time you go up there. Right. And that's what I realized that uh, these other comics, they're, they're, I mean, they're fighting for any kind of stage time, whether it's three minutes, five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes. Uh, they want that stage times just as much as you do. Um, so they're trying to get up there and crush it every single time as well. So what you end up finding out is that you you have to go up there and do your best material. And I don't care what it is, what, what whatever your closer was, you you better make that your opening joke, and then you better find some other kind of new closer because you want to start off with a bang. And mm-hmm. uh, and and I I I I knew within that whole first year. I was like, whatever it is I was doing back in Texas, right. I, I have to, I have to rewrite a whole new act. I mean, I, I'm having to rewrite a whole new set, um, and everything that I was doing when I before I moved to LA, by the end of that year, I wasn't, I wasn't even doing any of it. Uh, seriously, I wasn't doing any of that material. I, I was coming up with a, a, a whole new, uh, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, to an hour, to half an hour, to whatever, to whatever I could, because I, I was trying to, I was trying to make, I was trying to make my mark, and I was trying to make my, 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 uh, my presence known as well. Right. So, when you were trying to do that, like, did you, did, did you have any doubt, like, saying, you know what, I made a mistake, man, I should go back to Houston? Did that yeah. ever cross your mind? Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I did, because I, not because, not because of, of, I didn't think I was funny enough, not because, um, uh, oh, these guys hate me, or, um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. It was more of a, fin- a financial thing because uh, I remember when 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 we were going to move into that that apartment in Burbank, and I I don't think I was prepared financially uh, to 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 adapt to the, the the finances here in Los Angeles. I mean, outrageous. And so a part of me went. I think I made a mistake, not because of anything else, but my finances. I I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, what did you do? Yeah, man. But you know, I mean, thankfully, what you know, uh, and I'm and I'm very fortunate to have, um, you know, to have had my college degree in uh, in radiology, you know, in the medical field before I moved out here and before I even started doing comedy. Uh, I was very fortunate to have that under my underneath my belt because what I basically did, Mike, is I uh, was sacrificing uh, most of that year by by working a lot too. So I had to find I had to find a way to really, you know, manage working in the hospital and uh, going out and hanging out at the comedy clubs as well. So. You know, yeah. it, it was tough, but yeah, but, I, you right, got, but you got to do what you got to do, Mike. You know, no, no. Sacrifice, of course, you got to yeah, sacrifice. Hey, yeah. I, I'm not the only one that was sacrificing anything. These guys, you know, th- these comics out here, they'll tell you right off the bat. Hey, you're not the only one sacrificing anything, buddy. Everybody's sacrificing something. So you right. can't. Yeah, you can't get on that that self pity soapbox, brother. No, no. Everybody, if you want to succeed, you got to sacrifice. I remember yeah, when I started in New York City. 
I had my day job, you know, with the airlines and that. And after work, oh yeah, that's right. Off. I forgot you did that. Yeah, and I would go home and change, you know. And I, I had like a what eight thirty to four thirty job. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be doing open mics till two thirty in the morning. Man. Yeah, everywhere, Broadway, uh, gay clubs, everywhere. Twenty <laughs> people, twenty people. Any place for stage time. Oh no, I, 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 make, I make it home by like three o'clock. Go to bed, get up, take a quick shower, and then work. Yeah. You have to sacrifice, man. Yeah, but, but but you did that. So, who were some of the comedians when you first got there that took you under their wing? Who took care of you? Uh, well, Joy Medina and Jeff Garcia were definitely the the top two. Um, and then they introduced me to uh, guys like uh, Rudy Moreno, who had a big hand in helping out a lot of not Rudy just Moreno. Rudy Moreno, who, who who was not just helping out Latino comics, but uh, uh, but any comics, uh, yeah. uh, you know. So, uh, but Jeff Garcia and, and Joy Medina definitely were were the, the the top two that were helping me mm -hmm. out out here, man. And and I I really really thank them both from the bottom of my heart for doing that by getting me started and and ultimately you know um uh you know kind of kind of like opening the doors for me and and meeting meeting the people that i needed to meet out here man it, it was really 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 fantastic that's great right right so now then yeah. we fast forward now you're becoming more comfortable yeah like in la you're doing some of the clubs and the next thing i know you're performing at all the clubs right you're at the laugh factory the ha ha comedy club yeah, the, the ice house <laughs> comedy club I mean, that was how did that feel, man? When you went from thinking about from Houston, Texas, a DUI in a parking lot <laughs> to a Hollywood stage, bro. That's a journey from the from Houston to Hollywood, bro. Yeah, brother. It's it is absolutely one of the uh uh best things that I, I love about my 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 career personally is that you go from not knowing, unsure, um self-sabotaging yourself to overcoming that. Uh, overcoming your fear, you move here, you finally get uh, your shot to do what you want to do. Um, you 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 get uh, uh, chummed up with with some of the comedians, and and they take a liking to you. They they help you out, and then the next thing you know, you're I'm doing all the clubs. Uh, then I start going on the road with some of these cats, and and I start going on the road with some uh, some of the other comedians, and and start working those rooms. Uh, not just regular, just uh, right. B, B or 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 one night, uh, you know, hole in the walls. So I'm talking about A rooms on the road, Vegas. Then 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 I start playing Vegas, dude. Right. You can't get you can't get any better than that. And then when you when you see yourself on a billboard in Vegas off the Vegas Strip, uh, that that's 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 um that's you unbelievable. The world, man. That's when you come. Yeah, right? You take a picture you know. and you say, "Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I made it." it. I made it, bro. No hands. It's like you touch your son and your ex girlfriends and everybody. Look, I made it. Yeah, man. That, that's a that, feeling you got. That's Vegas, man. It'll get better than that. What are some of the big comedian names? Did you work with some big names that took you on the road? No. Uh, yeah, so um, I was doing well. Uh, like I said, at first I was doing uh, some gigs with Joey Medina and then uh, Jeff Garcia. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, uh, I did a I did a, a nice road gig with uh, um, oh God, why am I why am I his name drawing a blank? Um, uh, the guy from Saturday Night Live. God, what was his name? Um, uh, is it Neil? Neil? Uh, you know who I'm talking about? No, I 
But let's say Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, there's hundreds of them. But I, I hear what you're saying. So, as, as some a Saturday Night Live alumni, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a Saturday Night alumni, and uh, I can't think of his name right now. I got so many. I got so many names in my head that I, I'm right. doing. But um, yeah, you know. So you, you know, I, I, you, you get to meet and 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 you know, do some gigs with some, some top-notch comics, you know, and, and, uh, you know, you just, you just try to latch on, you know what I mean? And people, you you can call it what you want to call it, writing coattails, uh, or whatever, but sometimes, you know, if they're, they're going to help your career and, 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 you know, they ask you to, you know, go on the road or they ask you to do a gig with them, whether it's on the road or it's in town. I mean, you, you, you say yes. You're like, hell yeah. You know, because exposure. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, um, uh, yeah, and then they they can eventually put put you in some some uh, um, they can put you in, in into some contact with some really good uh, important people in in Hollywood, man. And that's the way this business is run. Uh, you know, th- this business is run by by you know helping 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 each other out. You know, I'm sure somebody helped you, Mike. Uh, just like somebody helped me. Just like somebody helped Joy Medina. Just like somebody right. helped Garcia. I mean, so you, you know that that's how this business works. You know what I mean? And if you, the easiest thing to do in this business, Mike, and you know this, is 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 to um uh is to is to create neg- negativity. Uh, right. is to badmouth somebody. Oh, why him? I'm funnier than that. Really, right. that guy. You know, and the hardest thing to do is to praise somebody, give somebody credit. Hey, brother, you know what? Congratulations. Congratulations on your Tonight Show or your Netflix special or your Showtime special, you know, mm-hmm. and how can I use that posit- posit- positivity to, mm-hmm. to motivate myself to get to where that person is right. instead, of, instead of dogging the guy, you know what I mean? And, and that's the hardest thing that, that you have to learn in this business. Right. And that's some great insights, and I hope that any comedians, actors, whoever's listening right now, yeah, when they go see it just said is one of the keys of, of, of making it or staying successful, be positive and Right, compliment when they need to be complimented. Yeah, don't talk about negativity. That you're funnier, and you'll stay in the game a lot longer. And people are gonna want to work with you because I know a lot of people they love you. Everybody and I love Renee Garcia. Though. That's true. I don't know why. I don't know That's why but they love you, bro. They love you. <laughs> I don't know, man. My reputation speaks for itself. Trust me. If you ask anybody about Renee Garcia, they're like, I think they'll just start laughing. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, for me, I mean, I know because I talk to everybody there. But I mean, you've gone from you know Houston, Texas. To LA, I have to start all over again. And now, anybody, if they ask, hey, you know, Renee Garcia, all of LA knows. Everybody in LA yeah, knows Renee Garcia. Yeah, dude. You know, but that's part of that's hanging out, good. right? That's yeah, that, that's part of hanging out and, and showing your face. Mm-hmm. And it's going back to, to what we were talking about a few minutes ago, how we used to have, we both used to have jobs and you're hanging out trying to do open mics. And then you, mm-hmm. you get home at two, three in the morning, you got to go right back to work. Well, yeah. part, part of, part of people knowing who you are is getting yourself out there. Cause Mike, how many times you're at home and you're like, I'm too tired to go out. I don't want to go out. Like mm-hmm. I'll go out tomorrow and see what happens is when you start doing that, it, it, then you're, you're not going to get up. Your, your, your ass ain't going to get up. You're going to be too tired. And then it starts to go on the third day, the fourth day, then a week goes by and then two weeks go by and you haven't been out. That's why you have to get your butt up and you have to get out there and show your face because now, 
because now, I mean, well, not now because it's a pandemic and everything's closed, but right, right, right. you know, before this all happened, you know, you know, it's always, it's always nice to walk into a club and, and people go, Hey, Hey, well, Oh, look, look who's here. You know? And, and, and people who don't know, they go, man, like, do you know everybody? You, like, you, you know, everybody. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe they just know me. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, they know who you are, man. You, 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 yeah. you, 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 you've heard it. So that's good. So what has been so far? Because now you're in LA for 14 years, right? Yeah. You're in La La Land. So what would you say has been like your biggest moment so far? Where you said this right here. What's okay. been your biggest moment in LA? Okay. Well, uh, well, and it could be performing, party, whatever it is. What's been the most, you know, what you feel has been the biggest thrill being in LA for you? Uh, the biggest thrill being in LA is um, probably uh, doing exactly what uh, I was just talking about a few minutes ago. I remember uh, I I had had a long uh, I had a long couple of days of working doing shows and I was exhausted. I had a day off, and I remember I I was gonna sleep in, and I just happened to I just happened to hear my phone going off in the morning, and it was. Um, it was uh, Jack Jr. Uh, and Vinny Oshana. They they were both calling me, and they were like, "Hey, what are you what are you doing?" Because they were working on a movie uh, with Marlon Wayans, and it was his movie that he was doing at the time, which was called uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Black, uh, which was the spoof on Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm -hmm. So I answered my phone, and I, they were like, "Hey, uh, what are you doing right now?" And I was like, "Nothing." I go, I'm just in bed. They're like, get your ass up and come and meet us over here. We're filming whatever the location was. They go, we're going to introduce you to the, um, uh, to the guy that, that, that books the show. Right. Um, uh, the, the, the casting director. Mm -hmm. And I, and a man for a split second, I was like, nah, I'll, I'll go to, you know what? Are y'all doing it tomorrow? I was going to say that Mike. And instead I got my butt up, I got dressed and I went over there and I met the casting director and he goes, so, so Jack and Vinny were like, "Hey, this is the guy we were telling you about. We, 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 we'd love to get him on, you know, as an extra, blah, blah, blah." And sure enough, man, that casting director at that right then said, "Take down my email right now. Take down my phone number. Call, call me tomorrow and email me your info." He goes, "And I'm going to give you a date of when to come on set." And sure yeah. enough, man, I did. I, I actually emailed and called him as soon as I left the set. And I didn't even wait for the next day. I, I, I called and emailed him that day. And sure enough, by, by the next day, he gave me a date to come. I think it was on that Monday or Tuesday. I called off of work and uh, I did a few I did a few scenes in the movie and background. And one and, and both my scenes came out in the movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Man. Yeah, one at the one at the beginning and one in the middle, and wow. uh, yeah, and and if you and if anybody's ever, ever seen the the movie Fifty Shades of Black, I come out right in at the beginning of the movie, um, where uh, she the, the the main actress is pulling up to this building where she's going up to the uh to work, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm crossing the street and I'm coming right towards the camera. Mike, you know it's me. I was wearing the suit. Really? Everybody knows me. I wear a suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah man. It's me in a suit. I'm carrying a briefcase and I'm walking straight at the camera. Wow. Oh man. I gotta yeah, check it Fantastic. That has to be my my biggest highlight right now. And and you know, it's just an extra job, but that is what really kind of kind of propelled me into doing a lot of other things, uh, you know, with, with acting and 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 voiceover stuff. So yeah, man, that that was that was the that was the key moment. Yeah, that's like the, but that's part of living the dream, bro. Stand yeah, up, yeah, that yeah. LA dream, bro. You're living it, man. So that's, <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing nah. wrong with that, you know. Never nothing wrong with that, man. 
And I, I want to quickly shout out because you mentioned the Haha. I want to shout, uh, shout out the Haha Comedy Cafe. Yeah. And whose owners are Jack and Terry, two beautiful owners. Uh, I did my fundraiser. Remember, you hosted the fundraiser yeah, for me. Yeah, man, that was a and beautiful And Terry program. was nice enough to put a fundraiser together for me. Uh, she paid my way out there and so on. She's a sweetheart. So thank you, Terry. A big shout out. If you're in LA, you want to see some good comedy, go to the Haha in yeah, North Hollywood. Uh, it's a badass. The, uh, and they got a new location. It's, it's just beautiful, man. Yeah, so brother. Shout out to them at the uh, Haha. So, Mr. Big Star, now. Uh, yeah. Give me give me one of your favorite road stories now. Every comedian, you know, doing it a long time like myself, <laughs> we always got some road stories. Give me one of yours. Oh man, favorite mm -hmm. road story. God, we have so many. Uh <laughs> trying to think one. What How about that? the day? I got I'll leave you. How about the day when you and I slept in the same bed? Okay, yes. You know what? That's that's a good one. So if anybody doesn't know, a lot of times when you go on the road, uh, and especially other comics, you probably will, will, will start to know this, but um, a lot of times, you know, these gigs, they, they, they're on a budget. So if the, the gig is on a budget, sometimes you, the comics have to share a room. Okay. And there's not always... Two bedrooms in there. <laughs> so this sometimes, you have to, sometimes you have to share the same bed. Sometimes you have to share the same bed. So this particular weekend, me or this particular night, me and uh, <laughs> me and Mike had to share not only the same room, we had to share the same bed. Right. And this is almost like a scene out of a movie. And and this is why I know this is why the, these scenes out of the movies. It, it, I, the reason why they're like this is because they're actually true and they right. happen. So me and Mike sharing the same room, sharing the same bed. And the next thing I know, uh, I'm kind of like waking up, but not waking up. Let's backtrack. Let's backtrack. Okay, backtrack. You tell before it. We get to, no, no, I just want to backtrack. So before we lie in the bed, right? Yeah. I say to you, Renee, listen. Now, this is an imaginary line right here. <laughs> I do. I said, you see this line right here? You stay on that side, I'll stay on this side. Got right. it? Yeah, no, 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 no problem, no problem. So yeah. now we know our you know, we know we know our boundaries. So what happened? Yeah, but that was kind of hard because it was only a twin bed, bro. Yeah, but still, <laughs> hey, there's two guys in the twin bed. If we have to lie sideways, that's what happens, bro. Yeah, Don't cross so on my side, basically. I just, I just remember I'm 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 kind of awake, but I'm not really awake, you know, where you're still dreaming, but you're kind of you're kind of waking up. Right. And then I, I just for some reason, I don't know why, but I, I feel this bang right on the back of my head, like 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 somebody elbowed me or dropped a box on my head, <laughs> and I and I'm still trying not to wake up, but then I do wake up and and Mike is, Mike is holding me from the back, <laughs> and for some reason decides to punch me in the back of the head. <laughs> and we both get up like, wait a minute, we we didn't want to say anything at first, no, and then we were, just, but, it, but it was too it was too awkward. We had we had to we had to discuss it. it was it was crazy. You know what happened was I think I fell asleep, <laughs> and I don't realize it. I was half asleep, and then when I kind of like woke up, you know, like when you're half asleep and you wake up, you look around. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was cuddling you, bro. I yeah, had you I, in my arms. I, I was holding it. you. I believe it. I was holding you like I don't know, like I don't know, my little fucking teddy bear, bro. I just <laughs> you were tight. You were tight right here, tight. 
<laughs> and then I like, took my head and I said, what the, f you know, you do one of these, what the fuck is going on, bro? So I went like this, I wound up and I punched you in the back of the head, right? Yeah, for some reason, I don't and, know why. And your head like just went forward and then you looked at me scared, like through the corner, like. Yeah, I did. I was like. You were afraid to look at me like, what is he going to do to me next, bro? This guy, <laughs> if, this, if this guy's having a wet dream, man, I don't want to. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, dude, I was like. What's, oh, shit, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, and I said, bro, we don't, we don't need to talk about this shit to oh, nobody. Dude, that, 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 that was a good, that's a good story, bro. That's got to be one of my favorites. I'm going to be honest with you, dude. That's yeah, yeah, I'm too, bro. I, honestly, bro, not that I'm aware of, but I, I never cuddled another dude before, bro. <laughs> well, neither have I, so yeah, it's good. Let me tell you, bro, though, you felt good, bro. Hey, you, brother. You, you, yeah, yeah. I've never been colored by another comic either, so it's all good, brother. Well, there you go. So, you know, whether a girl <laughs> or a guy, bro, you, you anybody the first would want to cuddle you, bro. You were the first and the last, Mike. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you are what I would call like a bisexual cuddler. <laughs> no matter who, bro, they'll cuddle with you, bro. You, you, oh, you, 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 you cuddle both ways. <laughs> you believe this guy? <laughs> oh, man. I man. believe you, Mike. <laughs> that was good. That was good. So now, my man, now it's the coronavirus time. Now, you got to be careful. Though. We're going to yeah. take Renee from the comedian now. You're what, a X-ray analyst or something? X-ray technologist. X-ray, a little big title. Yeah. What yeah, do you do? Basically, you take X-rays, right? Yeah, I'm an X-ray tech. Yeah, uh, basically. But you're a technologist. Let's keep it on the radio. Yeah, man. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Now, no joking aside, you got an important job. So what are you doing to keep safe, bro? Well, you know, uh, we have to take the necessary precautions of, uh, you know, um, uh, we have to wear gowns and, and, a, and a mask and a shield, uh, goggles, um, the N95 mask. Uh, I mean, you have to wear it all, especially when we're dealing with positive or possibly positive COVID patients. Really? Uh, and just to get everybody to understand, because especially here in L.A., all the comedy clubs are shut down. Nothing is open. Uh, un unfortunately, uh, every single comedy club that's here in L.A. is shut down, uh, whether it's the improvs, the haha, -ha, the comedy store, the Laugh Factory, um, the Ice House. They're all shut down. So you can't go anywhere. You can't work. And a lot of things are closed on the road, Mike. So I basically had uh, ended up going back and working full time at the hospitals, uh, which I which which I was saying I was very fortunate to ha have, you know, kept up my license and everything uh, all these years. But, yeah, so it, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit nerve wracking, Mike, you know, uh, dealing with these patients. And uh, I, I know people have their own opinions, whether it's whether it's real, whether it's fake, whether it's bullshit or whatever. But I'm going to be honest with you, working in the in the hospitals, man, I mean, go to work with me one one time. And, I, and I'm telling you, your, your outlook is, is a lot different uh, mm -hmm. because you're, you're looking at these patients and they are sick. They don't feel good. And they're they're coughing and they're sneezing and, and they're coughing up just whatever the hell they're coughing up. And wow. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to be exposed to that. I don't want to touch that. So that's, which is why we have to wear the gowns and the hats, the goggles, the N95 mask. Uh, I mean, because we have to, we have to be careful for ourselves as well. And uh, there are a lot of employees uh, that do come down with they, where they, they, they test positive for COVID man. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, man, you gotta be careful in that. So uh, yeah, buddy. Would you say then? I guess you would agree, man. It's important that everybody wears a mask. Would you believe that? I mean, you yes, that? I do. And you know what? Whether you believe it or not, and whether you think it's uh, uh, you know, just something made up, um, you know, I wear the mask only for for myself. I wear it for myself, but I also wear it to be courteous. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But but you know, here's the crazy thing, Mike, and not not to get political, but 
it it's almost like damn if you do and damn if you don't because when people see you have the mask on you know yeah. they, they 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 talk shit to you and when you don't have the mask on they talk shit to you and it's just like it's like you know like uh, it's like like i said damn if you do damn if you don't it's like have you ever hit a patient no sure yeah, I'm sure. Not, yeah, you mean like the way you hit me, like in the back of the head? No, yeah, no, yeah, no. like that, like that. Like that. <laughs> I remember you telling me it was funny because you take X-rays, right? Yeah. And you said that a man was in a car accident or something. I remember, but anyway, there was something wrong with his penis, and that you had to take an X-ray of his penis. Remember? And I told oh. you, well, how did you actually hold the man's penis to take the X-ray? Remember? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it wasn't, it, it wasn't a car accident. What, what it was is this is when I was still living in Houston, actually, okay. by the way. Um, the guy was, uh, <laughs> he, he was <laughs> I know, I know I'm trying to, I'm trying to, so basically in a nutshell, the guy was having uh, intercourse with, uh, his girlfriend and she was on top. So she must've come down and it, and, and, it, and it came out. So she sat on it and she she basically so she bent it yeah but they 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 wanted they just wanted me to take an x-ray of it uh, because they wanted to see uh you know i guess um i don't know blood flow or uh, or so that's what i'm saying i don't i don't know what happened the girl was on top right the girl was on and top. She, she went on it down too hard. You said she, she, yeah. It must was have. She like, was she, was she like a big girl that it would snap? You know um, yeah, I think she was. Uh, yeah, I think she was kind of like a thicker girl. So um, bigger, like, like what, two, three hundred pounds, maybe like that. Uh, that I don't know. I didn't see her. She wasn't oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Down, yeah, yeah. But it was. It she was. Left, one she, of left, the most... she left. She left the scene of the crime, bro. It, it, so, yeah, so, apparently. So, right, so, so, <laughs> so the guy shows up at the hospital, right? So I guess my question: What does a broken penis look like? It, it looks like an L. <laughs> oh, look, God. Really? It, no, it, looks, it, it normally looks like an L. It looks like a 90-degree angle. Like, oh a, a, like yeah, a, like a 90-degree angle, bro. That's okay, what it looks okay. like. So then I, I, I want to know, so how did Rene, you know, the x-ray expert, how, how did you hold this man's penis? Actually, that's the great thing. I didn't have to hold anything. I put the board. Hey, it was broken. Someone had to hold it. No, no, no. Because here's the thing: is that the blood, the the blood is. How trapped. do I get to the blood part? I just want to know: did you hold it or not? No, hold it? you don't have to hold it All because right. so you were able, you were able to X-ray it, X-ray it. Yes, without because, holding because it. it's yeah, because it's right. still erect. It's still in the erect <laughs> position. That's it's crazy, right? It's crazy. Okay. Okay. Well, you know. Yeah, man. Job, man. So you had to look at it, though, right? Yes. Yeah. So you had to look at it. Now, were you up close, or you you were far away looking at it? Uh, well, I was like from I don't know, like from here to you. Okay, uh, pretty close, pretty close. All right, let me ask you this today. So, <laughs> so what was the uh, what was the final result of this man? Do you know? Did they fix it? Or oh yeah, they, they no, they they fixed it. They just had to um they they had to um. Uh, I I don't know how they did it, but they uh fa found a way to release the 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 blood flow to to. to okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was too graphic. All right, they did, yeah. they fixed it. All right, they fixed yeah, it. Yeah, they yeah, fixed it. it. Yeah, they fixed oh, it. Man, you check them all crazy. Look at this comedian. Yeah, man, went right. From, went from Texas to LA. You, you name it, I do it. <laughs> you started all over. Yeah, man. You became a big name. Everybody knows who you are. Yeah, brother. You made it to Vegas, bro. Yeah. You perform at all the clubs in LA. Yeah, and man. you got to hold the man's penis. I mean, bro, right? That is successful. That's that what to I'm me is about. living the Hollywood yeah. dream, bro. Yeah, that brother. right there is the Hollywood <laughs> dream. 
that's, that's the perfect ending. You'll be up in the Hollywood Hills holding the dude's penis, bro. The end. Everybody gonna see that movie, bro. That's, that's that's what you're gonna that's what you're gonna read in my bio, bro. It's, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be in in the movie that they're gonna make about me too, man. Oh man, bro. <laughs> One thing I know about you, brother, man, you're a really cool dude. You're a fucking man. I, I admire you, man, and respect you for making that move because a lot of dudes would not make it, bro. They're just afraid to go to La La Land. Yeah, you but know you would do it. You know you got my respect as a friend, as a comedian. Uh, you've always had my back. You've always been there for me. And I, every time I see you in LA, I get happy because I remember those moments. Man, I remember when they didn't want to go. But <laughs> I see how happy you are, and that makes me happy, bro. So thank you for thank being you, here. Man. Thank you, man. Uh, you know, I, I just want to say one one more thing, too, if I can. And uh, the, the one thing that, that has always kept me um, upbeat and, and my spirits high out here be, uh, based off of what you just said, Mike, is um, – uh, you know, I've had guys like Joey Diaz and um, unfortunately, you know, the uh, uh, the um, uh, um, Ralphie May, who, who passed right. away some years ago, but they both who was also from Houston, by the way. Um, but what Joey Diaz and uh, and Ralphie May always used to tell me um, uh, and, and, and separate occasions, they would always call me into when they would see me in the clubs. They would always tell me like how how happy they were to to see that that not only did I I you know come out to L A to to try to you know pursue this crazy dream of mine but but the fact that I stayed here and I and I've been right. here full time out of all the people from Houston Texas bro I'm I'm still there I'm still here bro I'm still right. here out of all the ones that have come and gone I'm still here unfortunately Ralphie you know uh, uh, passed away but uh, right. yeah man it's always nice to hear it coming from guys like that man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And would you ever think? Have you ever thought about going back to Houston? No. Hell to no, visit, right? To, to visit, yeah, but amazing, <laughs> to live, <man>. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, bro. You've come a long way, bro. I'm yeah, proud brother. of you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you, Mike. Man, I love you to death, dude. And uh, man, I, every time I I, I see your face uh, and I come up on my on my screen on my 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 phone or your number. Dude, I you know I I I smile, brother, and it gets, I get excited, brother. You're 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 a good dude, man. I love you, and 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 there's no there's no other friend I'd I'd rather have you know than than, than you by my side, brother, every single time. Yeah, bro. We had a lot of good times. A lot of good times. Yeah, so man, tell, we have. Tell, tell everybody how can they go and find Rene Garcia? They want more. Where do they go, bro? Oh, you can hit me up on my social media, guys. You can hit me up across the board. It's at Rene Garcia. It's at it's Rene Garcia across the board at. It's Renee Garcia, and that's Renee with one E. And you guys should know how to spell Garcia because it's really easy. It's like the Mexican Smith. Really right. easy. It's at, at It's Renee Garcia across the board on social media. Right. And it's Renee with one E. Renee two E's would be a girl, right? Right. That would not be me. That would not be you. Huh? <laughs> Renee Garcia with one E. You got and I'm it. Mike Robles. Mike Robles Buzz. Or you can go to my website, MikeRobles.com. This is totally uncensored. Thanks for tuning in. Renee, my brother, stay safe yeah. and keep them keep them laughing, bro. That's right, brother. Stay sexy and let's go. <laughs> stay sexy, yeah, bro. Stay sexy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother.